This is the Kitzer of the second Sikhe of Vayeshev in Tchelik Yud, page 122. The Rebbe here discusses the Rashi, where it talks about Yehuda coming up into the city of Timna, and it says in the Pasuk, Your father-in-law is coming up to Timna. And Rashi brings the words, and says, By Shimshin, it's talking about the same city, Timnasa, and it says, so the answer is, this is a city that was built on the slope of the mountain. If you're coming from the bottom of the mountain, you're going up into the city. If you're coming from the top of the mountain, you're coming down. So simply, it looks like Rashi is coming to answer a contradiction from the Pasuk here. And the Pasuk in Shaftin, where it speaks about Shimshon and it says, However, the Rebbe points out a few things here. First of all, the contradiction does not come up in this Pasik, it comes up in the previous Pasik. Right in the previous Pasik it says that Yehuda Vayal Timnasa, that Yehuda went up into Timna. So why does Rashi wait to point out this contradiction in this Pasik and not in the previous Pasik? Besides that, Rashi does not answer these contradictions if it's not something that the student has a question learning this Pasik. When you learn this Pasik, the word Vayal Timnasa or Vayal Timnasa. There's no question. It's a question that comes up when you're going to learn Shaiftim and you'll see the contradiction. So why does Rashi here answer this question if the student learning the Pasuk here is not bothered by this at all? And then the Rebbe says, in every single word in Rashi is precise. Rashi says, Ubishimshin hu oimer. Why does Rashi have to say, Ubishimshin hu oimer? Why can't Rashi just bring the contradiction? Shimshin timnasa, And it's self-evident what the contradiction is. Then the Rebbe brings the Gemara. The Gemara in Saita talks about this contradiction. And the Gemara actually gives three answers. One answer the Gemara says is that the terms Aliyah and Yerida regarding this Pasuk is not talking about whether it's a city that there's, you have to go up physically or come down physically. It's talking about the experience that Yehuda and Shimshin had in the events that happened to them in this city. Shimshin, something negative came from what happened in the city here. So therefore it says Yerida. And by Yehuda, something positive came. So therefore it says Aliyah. That's the first answer. The second answer in the Gemara is that there's actually two cities with the name Timnah. One is in a mountain and one is in a valley. And then the third answer is the answer that Rashi gives that there was a Timnah, one Timnah. It was in the slope of the mountain and you depends which direction you're coming from. So the question here is, why does Rashi choose from these answers the third answer? The other two answers seem to also fit into the Pashtab Shara the Pasik. And the Gemara brings them first, so probably they are fitting better into the context of the Pasik. So why does Rashi choose Dafke, the third answer? So the Rebbe explains that the Pshad over here is Rashi is not coming to address any contradiction. The contradiction does not come up when you speak, when you learn the Pasik over here, Oilatim Nasa. Rashi is coming to answer the choice of the Titus saying the word Oila. When we talk about a person coming somewhere, from, from any location, to any location, why would the Torah have to spell out the word Oila, that it was uh, going up? Why isn't it enough for the Torah to say, Hoylech, he went, or Vayova, he came to Timna? And the Rebbe shows that by the Akedah as well, David says, Vahaleyu, that uh, Avraham Avinu should bring him up to the Haramiriyah for the Akedah. But when it says Avraham Avinu came to the Haramiriyah, it doesn't say that he went up, it just says Vayelech, and Vayovayu, they went and they came. So why here is the Teireh spelling out Oila? Is there any relevance to the fact 
that Yehuda goes up to enter into the city of Timnah? That's really the question that Rashi is addressing. The word Ayla itself. The contradiction, that's not, a, that's not a question at all. Now the Rebbe points out, and this is all a question only over here in this Pasik, where it says Ayla. So you're talking about a person going from one location to another, it's not necessary to spell this out. In the previous Pasik, where it says Vayal Yehuda, there, even though seemingly you have the same question, why does the Tayri even have to say Vayal, that he went up? Why is it relevant for us to know that it went, he went up? But there the answer would be obvious. Because in the beginning of the Parsha, when the Torah discusses this subject, the Torah says, Vayered Yehuda. And there Rashi explains, Vayered Yehuda does not just mean physically, but it means also this, the position he had. That he went down from his position amongst his brothers. As Rashi there says, Shahiridu Echav Migdulasai. So therefore, when it says here, Vayal, so in the simple shot of the Pasuk, I would understand that the Torah is using the term Vial as a contrast to what it said before, that he came down. And here, like the first Pshat on the Gemara, when he entered into the city, and the experience that he had in the city brought him an elevation. He gave birth to the sons, Peretz and Zarach, that will be uh, uh, giving birth, that, that from them came Malachim and Nevi'im. So therefore, we would understand why the Torah writes Vayal. As a contrast to what it said before, Vayeret. But that, says the Rebbe, is all only in the Pasuk before, when it's the Torah speaking in third person, describing what happened to Yehuda. So we can say that Vayal is ex- describing that Yehuda's experience here was an Aliyah, that he got elevated back to his status that he had. But in this Pasuk where it says, Ayla Timnasa, the question still remains. Mm-hmm. Why does the Torah have to say Ayla? Because in this Pasuk, we're not, it's not the Torah describing what Yehuda experienced, through coming into the city. Over here, the Torah is telling you that there was somebody that reported to Tamar about her father-in-law coming into the city. And he is talking about the present, that he's coming now into the city, not talking about the future of what Yehuda is going to experience. So when it says, timnasa, why is it saying, Ayla? he's coming into the city? Why is it necessary to point out that he's coming up to enter into the city? So over here, we can't give the answer that it's talking about the experience of Yehuda that will happen to him in the future. It's a report to Tamar about the present, about her father-in-law coming into the city. So therefore, Rashi says, the reason why it says Ayla is because, Rashi points out the contradiction, that in another place it says Vayed, and Rashi explains that this is a city that's in the middle of a mountain, and it depends which direction you're coming from. If you're coming from the top, you're going down. If you're coming from the bottom of the mountain, you're going up. And now we could simply understand the relevance of the word Ayla, because the person that was telling Tamar that your father-in-law is coming here, wanted to indicate to her exactly where in the city her father-in-law is coming. So therefore he says, Ayla, so she should know from which direction he's coming. So Rashi brings the contradiction, but the main point of Rashi is to explain the relevance of the word Ayla. And therefore Rashi does not want to bring the pshat of the Gemara where the Gemara says that were two different cities of Timnah, because in the place where Yehuda, where, where Tamar was, in that vicinity, there was only one city Tamar. Uh, there's only one city, uh, Timnah, that is. The other city of Timnah was in a different location, a faraway place, and it wouldn't even be necessary to clarify it. We see the person says Timnah. We know which Timnah we're talking about. The Timnah that's here in this location. There was another Timnah. That's far away. That, wasn't, that wouldn't be necessary to clarify to Tamar. However, the Rebbe uh, presses on forward and says, what's about the first chapter the Gemara says? That maybe we could say that this is a Yeridah, uh, that happened uh, for Shimshin. And the Rebbe points out that really it's unusual to say that there's a city that's built in the middle of the mountain. 
When a person looks for a, a perfect spot to build a city, you either build it at the top of a mountain, if you need a city that's going to be well defended from enemies, or you build a city at the bottom of the mountain if you want it to be open for business and to be available and to be easy to build. But over here, to build a city in the middle of the mountain is very unusual. Therefore, the Rebbe says, why shouldn't we, why wouldn't Rashi say a pshat that's similar to what it says in the first answer of the Gemara, that over here by Yehuda, when it says Eile, Itake means Eile, that this was a city at the, at the top of the mountain. And you were going up to the city. Yehuda was going up to the city. And then when it says the term Yerida regarding Shimshin, over there the pshat of Yerida means that Shimshin experienced a Ruchni as the Yerida and him going down into the city. Even though physically he went up, but over there the pshat would be Yerida Beruchnis. This would be a better pshat than saying that the city was right in the center of the mountain, which is very unusual. So in order to explain why we don't want to say this pshat, so Rashi says that the city was sitting in the, in, the, in the middle of the mountain. We, we must say that it was sitting in the middle of the mountain. So Rashi says that B'shimshin hu oimer. Those three words Rashi points out that B'shimshin, it doesn't say Yirida once. It says Yirida there more than once. If the Torah would just want to indicate this idea that for Shimshin this was a Ruchni Yirida, the Torah would have used the term Vayered once. The fact that it uses it more than once means that this is the way it was physically, the Gashmi, is that this was the place where Shimshun was living at the top of the mountain, and he would come down from the top of the mountain to, into this city. So that's what Ashi says, B'Shimshun Hu Oimer, and that's what forces us to say that the city of Timnah was built in the middle of the city. The Rebbe points out that there's a tremendous lesson to be learned from this Pasuk, where it talks about a city in the middle of the mountain. And it's either you go up into the city, or you go down to the city. And when it comes to a person serving the Ebishter, and the Pasuk describes it as Mi Yala Bahara Vaya, that we are ascending a mountain to go to connect Hashem. A person has to always see himself as someone that's in the middle of a mountain. When you're climbing a mountain, you can't stop. If you're in the middle and you just sit there and, 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 and uh, establish yourself in the center of a mountain, so then what happens is either you go down or you continue climbing up. You can't stop in the center of a mountain. There's no um, position over there for a person to stay in one place. So therefore, when the Pasuk over here says that Yehuda was uh, coming in the center of a mountain, what this is hinting to us is that a person has to always continue growing in his Avedis Hashem. Because if you're going to stop in the place that you are, then you're going to fall down. And we see this regarding Hanukkah, Mahadrim and Mahadrim, that the mitzvah is to add another candle every single day. And if you don't add another candle, it's not only that you're missing this idea of increasing light more than the day before, but you're actually minimizing what you did the day before. Because the day before you fulfilled the mitzvah, mahadrim and mahadrim, and then the next day when you don't add, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah on the same level. So therefore you're losing in your aliyah. You have to continuously grow in your aliyah when you go up a mountain. And just like over here in the aliyah of Yehuda into the city, he brought about the birth of his children, Peretz and Zorach. And Peretz is, a, is the grandfather and descendant of Mashiach. Comes from uh, Peretz. So too, a Yid and his Avedis Hashem, when he climbs his mountain and continues going up forward, we will be zeichet to the fulfillment of the promise of Olam Mashiach and Lishpatis Haresa, Vahaisa Lavayam Lucha with the coming of Mashiach.